0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz. b Smith and Steve Max. you are and now entering the cars, the MegaCar. Oh.
1: I think we did an entire mega cast without the mics turned on for the last 45 minutes.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, this cord is scaring me. I what? just stepped on it, the, the giant power cord, and I like pushed it back in. Like, I'm convinced when Hot goes off the air, it'll be because of me. Yes. The cord in the Mega Studios
1: controls all of Hot 103.7.
0: I mean, look at the size of this thing, and it obviously does something huge.
1: You know, up until now I had no idea what their catchphrase was. I just always thought they were just the new hot one oh three seven. Do you know what their slogan is?
0: Right? We've been working something Something about oldies or classics. No. Or party jams you know. Keep going. We're uh, soccer moms and cool dudes. No. We've made your gangster high school era seem poppy. That would be good. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just the new Hot 1037. No, I'm looking at the banner right now, man. What about throwbacks and and Mm. today's hits? No. No? (laughs) Am I even close? Not even close. Uh, All right. Hot 1037. We got Tanch. That's a good one. (laughs) That would be my positioning statement. I would
1: listen for that. And Tanch can bite through a can. Tanch is a stud, man. I like that guy. And he teaches us how to whip and Mm Nene. Yeah, I love Tanch. I'll give you a hint. All right, you, all you have to do is fill in the
0: blank. Okay. Hot, the new Hot
1: 103.7, the of Seattle. The blank. Oh, the rhythm.
0: That's it. Yeah. The rhythm of Seattle. That was easy. Not really. I completely, that wasn't easy at all. Steve?
1: How funny is that? How long has that station been on the air now? Like two years? Two or three. And we had no idea what the slogan is.
0: Steve, are you wearing a Fitbit?
1: That's funny you bring this up. No, this is a Microsoft band. It's What's- like, it's a Fitbit meets an iWatch, iPhone watch. Huh. So it's a smartwatch, so I get, when I get a text message, I see it on here, but it also could be used for, like, exercising, like, as of this morning, let's see how many steps I've put in. I don't even know how to use this thing yet. Uh, 1,160 steps, which is very suspect, because on the drive here, I put in 200 steps.
0: You were driving. Right. Did it count you just hitting the gas pedal as a step?
1: I don't know. How would that work? I'm curious know. You know what I'm curious about? How many steps is uh, You know Some alone
0: Masturbation? Time?
1: Yes You know somebody's done that It's gotta be a bunch I don't know If driving gave me A few hundred steps Let's see Okay right now It's at 1,160 I did a Microsoft event yesterday I'll have to tell you about that At some point today On the Megacast Alright, so, so mark see. that down. Alright, 1160. Now I'm that was Steve playing staring Yahtzee. at me,
0: <laughs> like shooting dice. I'm playing
1: Yahtzee. I'm still playing Yahtzee. I also Where envision This is how stars? it happens
0: at your house. You're smiling, you're just staring over at another dude. <laughs> Usually it's Munson. Could be J Mac. You don't have to look so happy when you do this, Steve. aren't you happy when you're doing it? I don't know that I've ever been as happy as you are right now doing this. Hey!
1: And I'm also very uh, flattering to myself. I'm working this from the hip all the way up to my shoulder. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Like, what the hell am I working? But a tight grip, so a pencil-thin guy. Should
1: I throw the dice? Let's see. All right. Don't throw it at me! I didn't. I threw it at the sign. All right, let's see how many... uh, Let's see. So 1,160 was what was that, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm at 1,256. See? I almost put in,
0: what, a uh, 100, 100, steps? 100 steps right there. All right. Here's my question about those things. So if, if you eat- th- They're not accurate? Yes. Or if you eat, like, a bunch of junk food, and, like, does it tell you the next morning, like, I don't know. Hey, 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 fat ass, like, what way to eat all this food? I
1: just like the fact that uh, I can see a text message on here, and I don't have to pull out my phone, so I could quickly just see who texted me. And not the, You know what I mean? I think that's fine for
0: you. Yeah. Because you're a pretty trustworthy dude. Right. I worry for other people. I go, do you really want your text messages just popping up on phone, on your watch? Well, you know what's funny is
1: I was showing this to our boss, Sergeant Hair Club. We'll do the push-ups in a second. Yeah. I need to do more steps. So I'm showing it to him because I'm like, oh, I just got a text from my wife. See? That's that's how it works.
0: Tell Mm. me it was a sext.
1: No, she's not that bad, but um, she wrote... Because we're talking about making a baby. Yeah. Right? So this is what he sees. I don't think he read it. Fortunately, Dave wears glasses. This is a small print. I was just showing him that, hey, there's a text. And I look and it says, you can see on the screen, it says, okay, we have to have sex more often. I think once we do that, we'll be able to tell if this is an issue or not. Because I'm like, hey, maybe I should go to a a doctor, a fertility doctor to see if, you know, because we're trying to make a baby. And she's like, hey, if we can't pull this off in the next year or so, I don't think we should do it at all because I don't want to. You know, I'm I'm getting closer to 30, and I don't want to be that old when I'm having a kid, which is funny because I'm 41. I'm like, what's the problem? But I think with women, it's a different issue. You yeah. Know, the older you get, there's more risk of health issues. And, but that's, I think,
0: yeah, after but that's 35. I,
1: but I'm showing it to him, and it says, okay, we have to have sex more often, dot, dot, dot. That's
0: what, that's what worries me about the right. technology. Yeah. Like, I don't get too many of those texts, but I'd hate to be sitting there with somebody, and it's just like... Hey, let's bang tonight. like, ooh.
1: Right. Or like, yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people have been busted because of the smartwatch. You know, like you're sitting there, you're with your significant other, and then all of a sudden you get some random, you know, random little whole bag texting you, being like, yo, what are you wearing? Or something like that. And then your woman looks at the, the watch. Like luckily, yeah. I have nothing. That she could she can have the watch and
0: get all the texts. But I don't even care. if it's just like something random, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what if what if just a female coworker joking around sends you a text or something? You know you what you mean? get those from coworkers. Ah, uh, me and Taryn text a lot. Okay, not sexually, but I'm saying like if I was in a relationship, it might seem weird. Like right, like why is that girl you work with texting you at eleven? Like, well, because because we're talking about meltdown. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't have any
1: female friends, I have female friends, but I don't have any female friends that I'm like texting buddies with. Yeah. So I'd never have to be like, you know, and she knows all my female, the female friends that I have, she knows and f- is friends with them as well. So it wouldn't be a big deal, but. Yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah.
0: Like I don't have single female friends.
1: Right. <laughs> that
0: makes sense. Yeah, because I'd probably try to hook up with them. Well, <laughs> they'd probably be all over me. Of course, yeah.
1: you're just so irresistible with your Kevin Owens shirt.
0: It is. more this just for you. I like come to Steve's office today, wearing the Kevin Owens shirt. I was like, just for you, Steve, and it's your shirt.
1: It looks good on you, though. <laughs> At some point, you got to cut the sleeves off. You yeah, f- you should do that for Halloween, dude. Have you been watching
0: SmackDown? I haven't
1: watched this past
0: week. All right, you know the new uh, play-by-play guy? Yes, the, the the MMA guy. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Moro. Moro something. But I hung out with him. What? Yeah. Really? Super Fight League, we taped one of the Super Fight Leagues trying to send it out and Uh open. So we had like the giant boom camera, and then we had the Showtime guys there.
1: No way. So that night,
0: we went out. He is an awesome dude. Big Seahawks fan from Vancouver. So when I saw he got that job, I was like, that's awesome. Because this was only like- Dude, can you get him on the podcast? Yeah. Let's get him on, man. Yeah. I, I, can, I can give me, like, a month. Oh, yeah, we, no rush. Yeah, I'll BS with, like, uh I'll BS with my billionaire connection. I'll talk to him. <laughs> good, good, I'm glad. Well, that's the thing. When I went out with a man, we were just hanging out, BSing and whatever, and he was talking about opportunities. He, But, I mean, he never brought up, like, WWE. Mm-hmm. But he must have already been in talks with him.
1: Dude, he's good.
0: He's awesome. I mean,
1: and he's, like... He, I hope, becomes the future voice of all things WWE. Like, he's what they need. Like, he calls it like it's legit. You know yeah, what I mean? And he gets
0: fired up. Yeah. Not only that, when you hang out with him, it's the same voice, and he has, like, that same cool energy. That's why I read all this stuff about his depression and everything. It kind of blew me away as I was like... Oh, I didn't know that any of that stuff. Oh, man. He's battled it for years and all this stuff. Wow. Yeah. Really interesting guy. And I'm just telling you, awesome dude to hang with. We oh, had a man. blast.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Hopefully when they come to town we could hang out with him. Oh, you know, yeah. There was another local there was a local guy who I was told got hired by the WWE to be a, an announcer and They the, used to
0: work at uh Fox, right? Q13. Yeah. yeah, yeah
1: but then home. I never saw him. But I haven't seen him.
0: No, I never seen
1: him. I heard it from like his old like his old agent and maybe it just fell through or you know, within the world of the WWE sometimes things take forever before they fully develop, so maybe like, you know, he's still being trained it's A whole different world, yeah. But that would be that would be insane if all of a sudden we see Devone on the WWE, yeah. I would lose my mind, I'd be like, Yo, favors, calling them in right now. I don't know what, I'm just- don't tell them we were
0: smoking weed, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, why don't we get our push-ups in there before uh, this break is over? Uh, It's so good to do the mega catch where we don't have the time constraints. Uh, Mega family, we apologize. It's mostly my fault. Actually, it's all my fault. Just things have been crazy. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, man. But I think things are starting to come back to normal. I say that. Watch, some fire is going to have to happen. I'm going to have to like you know put extinguish. It's like, hey.
0: (laughs) Well, I think sometimes the mega family needs to understand this. Like, this is when you hear this podcast. This is Steve and I. Yeah. This is who we are. But Steve, I'm like I has like a lot more like pressures and meetings and stuff he yeah. has to go to.
1: I have a lot of people that luckily you got like I think Miles is kinda like the guy on your show that has to put up with all the meetings. Wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, him and Thrill go to more meetings. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Whereas like on my show it's like most stuff goes through me first and then eventually filters out. But sometimes I have to have meetings about meetings. And hey, we need to meet to talk about the meeting that we're gonna have with everybody else. And it's like Oh, when am I going to get the podcast, man? Mm. This is my priority.
0: Yeah, man. All right. You got to be
1: you, Steve. That's right. So, what we need to do right now is get our 10 push ups in for those that are new to the Mega Cast. The hell is taking you so
0: long to get on the
1: board of the Mega Family? It's disappointing.
0: Remember, every time you join the Mega Family, that earns you one Mega Hug. <laughs> Steve, we should start hugging people at the same time. Mega, mega hugs.
1: hugs. I'm in. You know what? If somebody comes up to us and just says, if if we're together and you come up to us and go, mega hug, we'll do it. Yo, game on. All right. I like it. You get a mega hug. You get a mega hug. Mega
0: hug. Mega hug. Mega
1: hug. So let's do this, Ted. (laughs) Let's get 10. 10. Let's celebrate a show that we're gonna be at on Saturday oh, at the yeah. show box at the market, our boys in window pane. So let's get the, the the blood racing, the heart, the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning Steve! Let's get Ted Ted, window pane! The song is called Underfoot. Oh yeah! Well, I, the
0: good you are. I can't wait for Windowpane to get huge. They deserve it. Way. Yeah. Well,
1: the if there's one band that I've known you you over are. my life that deserves to be it's successful, it's these guys. Enough.
0: Yeah. If I there's a lot of great local bands, but I think Windowpane and A-Ron are the closest, ready to pop. I would agree. I think
1: windowpane no band works harder than that band, and Rondo works hard too. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the, the the amount of energy and effort those guys put into just putting out
0: is <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those and they've been they've been touring. They doing everything else. Plus, they're just fun guys.
1: Great guys to hang out with. Glenn's got pipes like none other. The entire band is so skilled. Tony's an amazing guitarist. Mark just lays down the thunder on bass. I keep telling those guys since they've added Sean to the band as a drummer. The, They've gotten extraordinarily better, and they weren't bad in the first place.
0: And we play with them on Live
1: Day. That's right. We jam with them. Yeah. We're like the fifth and the sixth members of the band. Kind of. All
0: right. Well, why don't we get to, uh, this going? TED Talks, starring V. Tex Smith. <laughs> well, mega Family, this TED Talk is very specific to our Seattle Mega People, or the Northwest Mega Family. And that is today... And this one's kind of a TED Talk for myself for TED, too. But just, uh, you know, this is winter. It's dark. It's going to be raining a lot. It's going to be overcast. And I sort of remind people that, like, you know, the holidays just ended. There's so much fun and glee. You know, and then you get into this part of the year, and it's just it's dark, you know. You still got the Seahawks in the playoffs. It gives you a yeah. little, little sunshine. But just, you know, just remember that spring is around the corner a few months away. And then it'll be summertime, and you'll be bitching that it's too hot. So just... I don't know. Sometimes winter can, can grind on you. I know some people get real lonely, start thinking about exes. Just just hang in there, man. Ted. It's winter time. You're going to make it. Don't think about her. You're going to make it. Find a new cuddle, buddy. I need to make a mega hug, Steve. Come here. <laughs> no, I, I just been talking to people, and I just like sometimes I got to remind people, like, remember, this is, this is what Seattle winners are.
1: It's weird because I don't think we both grew up on the East Coast where winter was super snow, but still sunny. Yeah. So winters were cold as F. Don't get me wrong, but they weren't depressing. <laughs> well, you had sun breaks. Right. Here, you, it's not as cold. I mean, I would if, if I tell someone on the East Coast, I'm, they're like, hey, what's the temperature here? And I'm like, oh, it sucks. It's 40. They're like, I wish it was 40. It's negative 20.
0: Right. Like, yeah, but you have sun. And that changes everything. It does, man. Yeah. But you know, it's part of. I'm kind of happy we're having because the last couple of years have been real warm. So to me, having a proper Seattle winter reminds you, like, right? You got to earn it. You got to earn yeah. that great summertime
1: because the summers in are so much better. Ugh. yeah, yeah. It's like the the trip to Spokane. We always lose, but sometimes we win that third game. And when we win that third, we'll party regardless. We'll have a blast regardless. But if yeah. we win that third game, look out, world, we're
0: coming. Yeah. Yeah. well and that's always a fun trip too that's kind of like the first kind of hot weather or whatever
1: yeah. we're just we're almost, it's right around the corner bro
0: I know end of march right
1: yeah it's just a couple months away
0: yeah i gotta start behaving here for a few for a few weeks before we go out there we
1: might have a couple uh special guest hockey players joining us oh yeah yeah oh man it could get even more awesome <laughs> all right let's take a quick we're we talking
0: jacuzzi tubs. i think i think we are
1: uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, I do want to talk a little bit about what happened at Microsoft. It was an epic event all right, all right. Uh, involving a couple of Seahawk players, involving, speaking of the guy from the WWE, me getting to be a play-by-play guy, failing miserably at it, even though nobody said I did. I think I did.
0: Play-by-play is tough.
1: Especially when it's ping-pong. Oh. When we get back, we'll talk about that.
0: You are not out of the woods just yet. The mega cast will be back.
1: Alone? Feel like you're the last Jedi? Just you and your lightsaber? Or maybe you've given up on men completely and spend Friday night alone in bed, just you and your droid? You don't have to be lonely. Not with StarWarsOnly.com. Search the galaxy for true love, or maybe just get some Wookiee. If you're tired of hand Solo, find Princess Leia today on StarWarsOnly.com. Oh. probably still be lonely at StarWarsOnly.com. Sign up today and you'll receive a complimentary pack of Viagra. Viagra, awakening the Force since 1998.
0: Ted and Steve will stand by you. Especially if you were a hot piece of ass, like the chip singing this stupid song. The mega cast is back.
1: Cause I'm gonna stand by you. Even if we break it down, we can find a way to break through. Even if I can't find heaven, I'll walk through hell with you. Love, you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna stand by you. Stand by you, Ted. Thanks, Steve. I got you back. Who is that? Uh, Rachel Platt. I'm going to stand by hmm. Sounds like a, she's hot as that. I
0: was just about to say, I'll do her. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, And I have no idea who she she's is. She's your kind of girl.
1: She's blonde, cute. All right. I, I, I say that. It's like you're the only guy the only in squads. all of Washington that's a fan of cute blondes. Steve, so what's that, your wife look like? She's <laughs> blonde and cute. Sometimes she goes a little bit darker in the hair.
0: I just like that. You're kind of girl. Yes. You right? You're My like the, wife. Right? Like the exact same girl we always try to date. I
1: know. <laughs> it's a good thing that I'm not single because I think you and I would always, like, if we went out, we'd both be like dibs on the same girls.
0: Dude, right. That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's what's funny about me and Cobb from uh, the podcast. Right. We have. Because com- you're two single guys. Right. We have completely different tastes. What's his taste? Uh, small. Like, super fit, kind of compact chicks. Okay, so he's like, is he into, like, CrossFit chicks? Yeah, I don't, I just know, like- I said, that like, that's a
1: bad thing. He's into girls that are healthy.
0: No, I mean, here's the only thing I'll ever say about the CrossFit chicks sometimes, is just, I, and granted, good for them. They're much better shaped than I am. I just personally, sometimes the arms and shoulders get a little too big for my taste. I'm with you, man. I, I, but I don't, I get it why they want to do it and why you, you want to make gains and everything. But I just, for my taste, I'm like, uh, I don't
1: know. And see, my wife's big into not CrossFit, but she does a lot of like, she has a, she gets, she goes and she's a trainer now and it's big into like working out the right muscle parts and has aspirations of just getting tone. And we always have that conversation. I'm like, well, luckily, I don't think she wants to become a bodybuilder. Right. But I'm like, you know, I think the way her shape is right now is spot on perfect. But I think she wants to have more muscle. And I don't, who am I to say no? But I, right. I get nervous of that whole ripped abs. The ripped abs scare me. I don't want... I, I, I'm not attracted to a girl that has abs.
0: Yeah. Like a, right. N- I don't want a belly. Stomach. yeah. But you want to... Right. Sometimes I just worry when I see abs on a chick like that and you start looking down. Like, I'm afraid there's going to be a penis. <laughs> there it is. Well, I'm, I'm 100% certain with my wife that won't be the problem. Well, yeah. I'm just saying... <laughs>
1: That could be why we're not having kids (laughs) this whole time. Steve, it's science, man. You guys can't. You mean two people that that both have penises can't make a baby?
0: With that said, I like your progressive love. (laughs) I ain't going to give up on her, man. She's my (laughs) woman. She's my woman. (laughs) She's the girl of my dreams.
1: All right. All right, so so, my, hang, hang on. Let's okay. stay on this subject.
0: Okay, I'm fine with that. So me and my buddy have had this conversation. Oh, this should be good. He was in, I want to say, the Philippines once, right? Okay. So they're sitting in a restaurant, and the they, gonna be a lady boy conversation. Yeah. Okay. And the guy comes by and says, "Hey, we're having a competition in here for like the most attractive lady boy." Okay. Like you know, like you can stay if you want, or what? And there, and he, him, and his wife are like, "Oh, really? Like, oh, we we'd like to stay." Mm-hmm. And then the guy's kind of like. Well, do you want to judge? Oh, and they're yes. like, "Yeah, exactly." He's like, "Oh yeah, like we want to judge, right?" So they stay in judging. Uh-huh. So he swears to me. He goes, "Man, I'm telling you, some of those girls are so attractive, you would have no idea." So here's the question. Oh boy, what if you meet this super attractive, and it doesn't have to be an Asian lady boy. It could be a regular. Okay, you know. A transgender person. Now you meet them, you go on dates with them. It's not that I've done it. It's not that unheard of to date somebody for a few weeks without having sex with them. Sure. Oh wow. Absolutely. So you fall. You kind of are falling for this person, and then you find out they're transitioning, Ooh. or they're they they don't have the female body parts downstairs. Man, see, it's easy to say I'm done,
1: like right now, because right. the emotions aren't there. Right. So easy to just be like, no they weren't being honest with me but but it like i've said before like someone says hey what if your woman your wife cheated on you would you just leave her like and i've told people before i'm like it's easy as being in the position i'm in right now where the emotions aren't happening to say yeah i'm done but you don't know until it happens you don't right. know so like on paper i couldn't do it you know what i mean right but i mean how much of a connection have I made with that person? Like, in a, in a mental, emotional way? Ugh. That's what I'm saying.
0: A tough question, man. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've kind of debated this just kind of BSing for a while. I'm, the I'm, other problem is, too, is like, I think for for transgender, a lot of people struggle with is they just go, well, there's no way. It's it's like, but look, you're not attracted to the male genitalia part. You're attracted to the female body that you see in front of you. Right. And yeah. the person that it is. Right.
1: Man, that's... The hard part about that, bad choice of words, I understand, but the tough part about that would be knowing that they kept something very major from me. Yeah. And I think I'd have a hard, difficult time getting past that, whatever yeah. it may be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, If somebody's like, I've been with them for a little bit, and this is a little bit more extreme, but what but, but if they said, you know, for uh, in my teen years, I was kind of a serial killer. You know? Like, yeah, like you saying. Like, you didn't give me the opportunity to re- I understand but it's like damned if you do or you don't. Like if if the lady boy and I like I said that's a very awful comparison, but it was the first thing that came to mind. I'm not equating transgender to serial killers at all. Right. But like obviously if someone came up to you first thing and said hi, I'm attracted to you and you're like, Yeah, you're pretty cool and they're like, Well, I'm transitioning into a woman, they're kinda it's a tough thing for them to to be in Yeah, they if they they're upfront Right off the get-go, they're probably not going to have any luck with anybody that they want to be with. But if they keep it a secret so that they can prove that they're, you know, cool and look, man, you might not think you could be attracted to somebody like myself, but I'm proving to you that you're wrong. I feel like I would need at least a little – I would need some serious time away to, to process it. I'd probably be calling my friend Ted. Be calling a couple other people.
0: Well, and that's the thing too. Is you got it now, your mind starts going like, "How do I introduce this person to my family? Do I tell them? Do they know?" Yeah, like it's a very. I've thought about
1: that. If I ever dated a stripper, granted a, another awful analogy comparison.
0: Yep, I've but, had that conversation.
1: Yeah, would you would you tell your would you tell your mom like if you were dating somebody like okay you've got the extreme situation transgender let's go a little bit let's tone it down. For I a probably second. wouldn't tell my mom that she was a stripper. Right. Right. But what if, like, this is the person that you are eventually going to marry? I mean, I think years down the line you can. Or do you just hope that eventually will you? I mean, eventually
0: the woman can't be a stripper forever, as much as they would like to be out of. To me, I just think there's some things in families and like, like you're not lying. Like you know me, I'm a terrible liar. Right, like I, I'm not going to lie, but I just think sometimes there's eh, no reason to tell that stuff.
1: Yeah, there's what good is going to come of telling this?
0: Right. It's like so that then, terrible movie we saw years ago. What? The Let Sleeping Dogs Lie? Oh my gosh.
1: That's right. We went and saw that in the theater. Yeah. I don't know if that was a terrible movie. I liked the movie. It's a terrible premise.
0: Yeah. Right. So, I mean-
1: You could Google it if you don't know what movie we're talking about. It's called Sleeping Dogs Lie. It's done by Bobcat Goldthwait. We'll leave it at that.
0: Well, I think about it sometimes, too. If I was married and it's like, if my wife cheated once, and it's like, would it be better to know or would it be better just not to know and just she mm-hmm. was on a trip and just let it be? I feel like it'd
1: be better not to know. Yeah. Because really, what's going to happen in that situation... If, if if the hope is to stay with them regardless, what's the point of knowing? Yeah. Not that I'm saying, I hope they do it. Obviously, nobody wants that. But, man, that's a tough question that you threw out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean... Right. And like you were saying, it's very easy to sit here now and go, well, she cheats on me, I'm leaving, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's I, like... I, yeah. And, and obviously... When I say if shit happens once, I mean legit once. You don't want to be that guy that everybody in town knows his wife cheats on him constantly. Right. And he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, but I like
1: her. But she's so cool, man. She's hot. Yeah. Look how hot she is. I'm like, yeah, everybody knows how hot she is. Yeah. Everyone's dipped into that swimming pool. Right? Yeah. And it's a small pool. Right. But somehow a lot of people have gone in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a nice in-ground pool, but it's really just an above-ground pool with a deck.
1: <laughs> with the whole neighborhood swimming in, dude. That sums up my neighborhood, everybody's backyard. We were the only one that had an above-ground pool without a deck. We had just a ladder. Oh, all right. And it was like we were the ghetto home because everybody else built a deck around their their above-ground pool.
0: Man, you know, it's like I never had a pool. My cousins had an above ground pool. We thought it was awesome. I never gave two thoughts about it. I didn't care. It was hot and there's water and I could yeah. dip in it. To this day, I, I know people are like, oh, is it above ground? Well, it's like, well, yeah, but who cares? It's a pool. Right. I would
1: love to have a pool right now. Oh, look, my fit band just told me I have a text. Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. My I see fit it. band, Microsoft band. I'm terrible. I'm glad I'm not doing an endorsement. I would be awful at it. All right. So you're at the Microsoft party. I'm coming out. Do we have time to We. Talk- we got like yeah, we got a couple minutes. minutes. All right, plenty of time. So, sorry, I, I got us off on lady boys and wives cheating. You know, hey, sometimes more important things need to be talked about.
0: Yeah, not that it's January and I've thought about this stuff.
1: Well, th- did, did we get your answer on it? Like, is it the same? Like, it's hard to tell.
0: What with the the girl cheating or the no, lady boy? Tra-
1: like a tra- not even lady boy, just transgender. I
0: I don't know. Right, I mean I. I will say this. I have definitely, in the past, been in a uh, been in a club before at like 3 a.m. Uh-huh. And blatantly, without realizing it, was hitting on transgender girls. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like, some of them are really hard to tell. I don't know. My, I guess my big issue as a generally straight person is, like, there's a couple things intimacy-wise. I just, I, I'm just like, oh, I can't do that. Right. I think I think most people know what I'm saying. I, I understand where you're going with this right. one. is such
1: a man? Isn't it crazy though? Like how we've evolved as I think human beings and become more progressive. Like, do you think seventeen-year-old or even twenty-year-old Ted, if this conversation was going on, what his answer would be?
0: Oh no, completely opposite.
1: Right, and it's not like we're saying like now Ted's on the market for a transgendered woman, you know. But right, but it's it, I think it's cool that. We're able to get to the point now where it's like, we're at least not acting like we're repulsed, you know, like that. that's the knee-jerk reaction, like, oh, that's disgusting, because it's disrespectful when you really think about, like, you don't want to be like, oh, that's disgusting to somebody who's just doing what they do.
0: Well, and sometimes I compare it to, like, Nickelback, right? Mr. <laughs> everybody hates Nickelback, right? Right. It, it, like, ah, Nickelback sucks, right? But they sold all these albums. Like, everybody list- yeah. like So, obviously, a lot of us were listening to Nickelback. Yeah. So it's the same thing, like, well, Brazil and Thailand, there's all these ladyboys. It's like, right, but obviously people like them. There wouldn't be that many hookers that are ladyboys if people weren't taking advantage of them.
1: And hey, let's look in our own backyard. I mean, it's one of the most searched uh, it's categories. The highest,
0: it's the highest paying job in porn is to be a pre-op <laughs> transsexual woman. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Wow. I just know that, like, you know, from what I've read, it's one of the more searched um, porn search engine wise. Yeah. Like I don't I typically go with babysitters. That's my favorite. Babysitters, but, huh? Yeah.
0: All right. Fan I, I'm a fan of just like or or office sex. See, I'm a weirdo, man. I kind of bounce back and forth between like college chicks, you know, like 19-year-old chick, you know? And then it's like or like like horny MILF. Or can I say that? Yes. Oh. Horny MILF wants some action. Big into the MILF category. So I just wonder, yeah. like, somebody looking at my thing and be like, what is with this guy? He either what's a small, like, petite 20-year-old chick or, like, a big and busty 45-year-old woman. Like, what is with this guy?
1: It would be funny if we had the ability to uh, pull up the search history of what That we, wouldn't be funny
0: at all, Steve!
1: Okay, it'd be very disturbing.
0: But yes, it would. I don't need that.
1: <laughs> and this, my friends- is what happens when the MegaCast does not plan their segments out?
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, good timing. <laughs> Say by the bell. We'll be back. You used to call me on my. I'll call you. You, you used to. You used to. When Ted and, and Steve are done. Yeah. yeah. The MegaCast, the Megacast will be back. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. When you need my love And I know when that outline bling That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city there was 24 hour fitness and now there's one month fitness one month fitness is designed for people who make new year's resolutions to lose weight and get in shape here's how it works 1 month fitness is open for the month of January. That's it. 1 month done. No year long contracts. No 12 week meal plan for a slimmer you because we know it 1 month fitness. You're good for maybe 3 4 weeks tops. Then it's back to pizzas, cheeseburger meal deals, extra large coke and couch potatoes. 1 month fitness because we know you won't be here in February. And coming soon to the same location as 1 month fitness, the 11 month bar and grill. Step up in this beat with my shades on, Snow. all I see is bands, I got my razor. Yeah. call me Mr. Rolex, Rolex came so strong They call me Bo Flex, Flex. 20,000 square feet, my crib way out BK Barclay, that bro j It's all about, it's all about the money It's all about, all about the money It's all about, all about the money It's all about the, all about the, all about the, all about the mother the money, money and
1: the mega Yeah. Ben right. tex Smith and Steve
0: are back. We are back. So on the way out was Hotline Bling, right? Yes. Number 1. On the- yeah, I used I never really cared for that song and then like the last couple of weeks I've been like, you know what, I really like this song. That one took a while for, to grow on me as well. Yeah. Same with The Weeknd, like
1: the first song, uh, The Hills? Camp. Oh, The Hills? I can't feel my face was just undeniably catchy. Yeah. So I was like in love with that one immediately. But the first time I heard the hills, I wasn't really understanding it until I was in a environment where really big bass was available. Yeah. Like in a car. I think it was in like a party bus or something. But and when that bass kicked in and you can feel it, then I'm like, oh, I get it
0: now. Dude, trust me, this year is gonna be all about Diplo and the bus. Yeah.
1: Oh dude, we gotta work on our playlist. We gotta oh. start we gotta start putting that together.
0: I, I I listen to Diplo so much now.
1: I have No, I haven't been listening to him. I gotta go check it out now.
0: The, all right, so Diplo and Skrillex together. Worked with Bieber. They did. <laughs> but they've done other stuff too. That's right. We're talking about Justin Bieber now. We went from I look, I ain't gonna lie, man. I like a couple of those Bieber songs with those guys.
1: There's a couple of songs on the new record that I, I don't hate.
0: Yeah, and if you didn't know if it was Beaver, you'd yeah. be like, alright with it. The slower but they, ones I don't like. But he has, uh, what are they, Jack You when they're together? So what's that song, You Know with the girl? I don't know that one. It like breaks down three separate times. The problem is this. I did not realize it when I was at the opulent temple at Burning Man. And I'm like, you know, maybe I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. But I saw them do that goddamn set. I had no idea it was Diplo and Skrillex. And no. Yeah. So the whole week I'm going, wait, that one song, those, you know, that DJ was killing it. And it was those guys. It was those guys. That's cool. Right? So now when I hear that song, I'm just like, oh my God. It takes me right back to the desert. I just, like, basically, like, you know, like that line you cross from like buzzed to like you're drunk. You're not wasted yet, but you're just like, man, I'm feeling good. You know that Ted Smith. You've seen yeah. that Ted Smith yeah. a bunch. Yeah. So like, that's my thing now. Like, Saturday night, like, I went out, uh, actually, I went to see another podcast. And then after that, uh, I, I went to see another podcast. Would we'll you go see? I, I went and saw the fighter and the kid.
1: The fighter and the kid.
0: Brian Callen
1: and uh, Brennan Shab. Oh wow. Oh okay. I saw him I at the Neptune. They, I didn't even know they had a podcast together. I, I, I've listened. I listen to Brian's podcast.
0: Oh yeah. So now he has one with Shab called Fighter and the Kid. Okay. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. And they talk about like UFC stuff. Uh, Callen tells awesome stories about Rogan. Yeah, Brian's great. Oh. He's a smart dude.
1: Yeah. He, if you haven't listened to his podcast it's awesome. He just tells a story about
0: going to Rogan's house. <laughs> all right, real quick. He goes okay. he goes Rogan calls me and says he's got a Christmas gift for me. And he goes you need to know a couple things. It's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan doesn't give an f about your birthday or Christmas like it's Rogan. Like f all that nonsense. So he's like I got a gift for you. He says he shows up. Of course Rogan's sweating and working out cuz Joe Rogan He's always working out. And he says he gets him like this crazy bow. And uh, like he picks it up and he's like, "Oh, Joe, like this is this is great, like this and that." And he like holding it for a couple of minutes. Finally, Rogan goes, "You're holding it upside down." Anyhow, their podcast was great. But later that night, I ended up getting kind of crossing that line from like, ah. so I'm just sitting in my bathroom listening to Diplo smoking weed, which
1: most normal human beings do. Yeah, jam out in their bathroom.
0: Yeah. All right, yeah. And that was it? That was it. I, I, that was a long way to get to that point about I like to listen to Diplo down in my bathroom.
1: Hey, sometimes the journey is worth uh, the end. Yeah, I sometimes the... it's not. Sometimes yeah. you just end up lost right here, Steve. And that, my friends, is the Mega Cash. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday, I go to the Microsoft store at Bellevue Square. Have you ever been to the Microsoft store at Bellevue Square Mall? I've been to Bellevue Square, not
0: to the Microsoft store.
1: Okay, so it's just you know in the middle of the mall. And so they had a, a big event. They have the Microsoft Band. It's the new version, which is like they did all these different changes to the original version. And it's getting great reviews. And obviously, I'm not using it to its full potential. But what I'm using it for, I already love it. All right. So I go down there because Luke Wilson from the Seahawks was doing a ping pong event. Ping I
0: think pong- we should start calling him Luke Wilson, Steve's
1: personal buddy that's right my friend luke my friend luke that's right who just texted me oddly enough our favorite canadian that's right america's favorite canadian and steve's as well so he was doing a ping pong event which is like huge with the seahawks in the locker room they have like two ping pong tables a bunch of the players have personal ping pong tables at their place that's according to a few of the guys i've talked to that actually is a major factor in what brought the team together this season ping pong ping pong yeah which is crazy But it was like, it's something for them to do that's fun and competitive, and it's building camaraderie. It's crazy how something like that could be the turnaround for this team potentially going to the Super Bowl. Does anybody get
0: mad that Russell's so good because all the time he spent in juvie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess the big dog is Drew Nowak, uh, center. All right. uh, for the team, one, one of the guys, on, I think he's on the practice squad now, but he was the center in the beginning of the season, and he's just a dominant force. So he showed up, and Luke is apparently a good ping-pong player too. All so right. two of them went head-to-head. And so they're like, hey, could you come down? You know, say because Luke's uh, marketing guy is a buddy of mine as well. He's like, hey, come down, Luke would love to see you. I'm like, sure, if you guys need somebody to like talk on the mic while they're doing their thing, they'd be I'd be more than happy. They're like, yeah, that would be great. So the Microsoft he ran it by the Microsoft people like yes please that would be awesome so I get down there like hey we got somebody else to jump on the mic with you I'm like cool who is it and they're like Cliff Avril from the Seahawks oh I'm like what are you serious like Cliff Avril like the most consistent dominant force for the Seahawks all season long he's just gonna come down hang out for a few minutes do the play by play with me and then leave
0: he's your color guy
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, he became more of the play-by-play guy because I looked at Cliff at one point. I'm like, Cliff, I don't know anything about ping pong other than you hit the ball back and forth. What is going on right now? And he would describe what's going on. And he says, yeah, man, we're all serious about ping pong. Earl's got a personalized table in his house. I jokingly said, does anybody have a personalized paddle with their face on it? And he goes, yeah, Mike Bennett does. I'm both sides. Bennett would. And I'm like, you're kidding, right? He goes, no, he's got one. I'm like, I already love Bennett even more. Yeah. So I want to show you a picture of it, and it's on my blog today. If you go to uh, KSW.com, go to BJ and Mig's page, you can see the pictures up there. But somebody took a picture from above. So they set the ping pong table outside of the Microsoft store. All right. So I walk up, and I'm like, that's just random. It's just a ping pong table in the middle of the, the mall. Well, when everybody, all the fans showed up, dude, it looked like we were in some weird underground Ping pong. Because they're like
0: up in the terraces,
1: bloodsport tournament. Yeah. So like you've got 100 or so people, maybe even more, surrounding the ping pong table. Like, All right. That's like the barricade of the people, and then above you've got a sea of people watching from up above. So here's the the. This is what the scene looked like.
0: That does look like a legit like right. underground ping pong tournament.
1: Yeah. So and then I'll show you this other picture on here,
0: um, of just. Where is it? Uh,
1: so as the game's going on, you can see there's Cliff and I just doing play-by-play.
0: <laughs> it was awesome. I just like, too, that like Steve has kind of a serious look as he's, he's got the microphone on a of Cliff. Cliff yeah. just has his hands in his sweatpants.
1: Yeah. The whole <laughs> he's time. just chilling. Cliff's got, like, barely has his knit hat on. It's, like, just sitting on his head, the Seahawk knit hat. He's just <laughs> sweatpants on his phone the whole time, yet still paying attention to the game. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's not even paying attention. He goes, Oh, that was a great volley right there by those guys. I'm like, You were, I didn't even know you were watching. These young kids, Steve. They can text and pay attention. Yeah, they can multitask. It was cool, dude. Like as a Seahawk fan, still to this day, and I know we've been lucky enough in our business, we've met a lot of cool people and, and you know, Seahawk players included. I don't think I'll ever grow tired. Like there'll still never be that part of me that's like as a fan being like, I can't believe I'm just doing stuff with the Seahawk players. Well, and NFL's the big dog. It is. And to be looked at as a peer. Like, you know, when I walked in, Drew Nowak's like, what's up, Migs? How's it going, man? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just talking to me. And Luke, of course, you know, we have a great relationship with him. And then they're like, hey, this is Cliff. And Cliff's like, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm like, don't fanboy out, man. Yeah, you're in. Because I love Cliff. I mean, I'm a big fan. And we've talked to him on the phone, but I've never met him. So I'm like, kind of... Geeking out about that, but trying to be cool about it in the process. Yeah, that's
0: the way. That's the way I used to be for me with like the Sounders with Drago. Oh, for sure. Like I'd go over to like parties and stuff, you know, and it'd be like like I knew like I knew JaQua and a few other guys, but it'd be like you know Freddie Montero walks by and it's like oh yeah wow. yeah it's like be cool
1: yeah don't 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 be Chris Farley. <laughs>
0: Right. It's just awkward. Remember like, that
1: time? Right. You kicked the ball on the net and you celebrated. That was cool.
0: Well, you know me. Like, I'd hang out with those guys. I remember this one particular, like, party. Like, it, I guess they didn't have a game for a week. It was, like, a you know, like that first spring day in May. Everybody's mm-hmm. having fun. So, like, we're all, like, not, well, I was drinking and stuff. And then I remember, like, I'm in the fridge and I said something like, Ah, hey, anybody need a beer? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I turn around. It's just me and Freddie sitting there and he's like, yeah, I'm all right. That is it's cool. Like, right. And then just like, ah what do I say without being a weirdo it's tough because so you like play professional sports and stuff huh and you realize
1: like like I don't know about you but I'm always like I don't want to talk about football with them I don't want to be that guy I want to kind of like you know just let them you like I want to respect them so they don't feel like that all I want to talk about is football but then like even with Luke sometimes like we're hanging out and they'll just bring up stories about football and I'm like I got to get it out of my head. It's not like he's embarrassed by his job. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like it's a cool job. It, like no different than when like I'll meet some people and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to bug you about radio stuff." And I'm like, "I don't mind.
0: I love my job. Like it's fun to talk about." I think sometimes it's cool too to have something that you know they're into. Yeah. You know? Like I trying to remember I mean, a lot lesser level, but like Yuli from Yuli Sausage, in the market. Uh Uh-huh. Like, we've been talking with him about stuff and everything, and like, the first time I've met him- (laughs) You and I have had some very weird comparison stories today on the Megacast. (laughs) I said, Yuli, congratulations on your citizenship, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, didn't you just become a United States citizen? He's like, well, yeah. Like, how'd you know? And I was like, I know. I do my research. Right, like, well, I follow your Twitter. (laughs)
1: Why have you posted on the Twitter? Why is he calling you out? Like, how do you know? Because I don't think he runs the Twitter. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense. That's awesome. (sighs) Oh, man. This Saturday, one more reminder. Pain. We are going to be hanging out with Windowpane. We're going to be there. So, honestly. What time's that show? Man, there's a lot of great bands. I think Windowpane goes on around like 1030-ish. Yeah, because then there's a band after them. Alive, She Cried. Yeah. uh, The Doors Tribute Band which is a brilliant idea on Glenn and the boys part. They wanted, and I, I agree, like sometimes when you're like the, the main attraction band, like the headliner, after the show's over, everybody's the bar's, gone. The bar's trying to kick everybody out. People are also mentally checked out. Yeah. So you can't bask in the glory of having a great time on the stage. Like it's over. It's like kind of a letdown. So smart part on, the, smart idea on their part, they got a, a a tribute band. So it's music people will know the doors. It's not intrusive. You know, it's, just a cool vibe. That it's great music to have conversations while the music is playing. If that makes yeah. sense.
0: and it's good for those guys to walk around, and, you know, do right. a victory lap, get some high fives, sell some records, maybe get a mega hug. And for the
1: mega hug, I bet Glenn will be okay with getting a mega. Tony hug. needs one. Tony would thrive with a mega hug. I love that guy. Actually, Mark too. I think Mark. I don't might, know Mark well enough. Mark was the caterer at my wedding.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That hooked up the Men's Room Red. That's right. And the caviar. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I realized is just expensive nastiness. It's salty. Yeah. It's awful. And he was like, yeah, this is like a $400 can of caviar. And I'm like, I'm going to
0: pay $4 for this crap. It's like that scene in Big where he takes the bite of it. Remember? Oh, Big yeah. Nah. Nah.
1: Nah. Ted is uh, petting his tongue for those that don't know that scene from that film.
0: Yeah. Sight gags. One yeah. of the secrets of the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Like, people think it's a joke. Every Thursday when I do the uh, meat and potatoes, like, I uh-huh. put on that chef's jacket. Right. And everybody's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. You just
1: have to. I remember one time popping into your, your guys' show when I first started working here at KSW, and you guys were doing your dang... And I pop in, and I don't know if you guys still do it, but there was a period of time where you would play something, like there was some kind of a production element, like an intro, and you guys would turn the lights on and off, like, and put on a light show. Oh, yeah. I forget what that was for. I don't remember, but I remember, like, Miles were thrilled looking at me going, watch this. And they would do it, and you guys made no real reference of it on the air. So I'm, like, looking at you guys, I'm like, why the hell did you guys just do that?
0: What's the point? There is none. Nope.
1: Nope. All right,
0: Ted. I know well, you that was work. a that was a on focus podcast. I have how
1: many sheets of paper? One story. I have two stories. Never got to the story. I still want to do the story about. Have you ever heard of baby pods? Baby pods.
0: Uh, it sounds like a pod to put a baby in.
1: No, it's a pod. It's a it's a speaker. Like, oh, right. That as, and I'm reading the headline: baby pod, vaginal speaker designed for pregnant women. It goes in. $133, this speaker transmits music to an unborn fetus through the mom's vagina.
0: Hmm. Alright.
1: plays music at 54 decibels, the volume of a hushed conversation.
0: What if it's a jam, though? Right? Can you turn it up in there?
1: Like, hey, 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 hey kid, kid, are you ready? Do you want to hear something good? We got something good for you to hear. It's a band called Window Pane. Get in there, kid. Mommy loves this band. Throw the devil horns! That's right. Bang that little fetus head. Uh, all right, we got push-ups? Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's get 10. We'll see you guys at the Window Pane Show. If you want to meet anyone from the KFW staff, seriously, go to the Window Pane Show. I believe all of us are going to be
0: there. Yeah, I know from the men's room, Ben the Psycho. Taron, uh, uh I am not. I think Thoreau's going. I know Miles is going. Right. Castle's going. I'm going. So if you can't make it, get a baby pod and put it where you know you should put it. Yeah. Let's
1: go. There
0: you go. I don't usually have the headphones on. It's hard. It's hard to hear the count. Yeah, it is. Feels
1: good though. Feels damn good. Glad we finally got that baby pod story out there. Yeah. (laughs) Great work, Steve. Great work, Ted. All right, man. See you next time.